Everybody, welcome back to the Music Biz Weekly podcast. This week, I am joined by special guest Madeline Sklar. How are you doing, Madeline? I'm doing good. How are you doing? Great. It's it's awesome to reconnect with you. I mean, we we, we always cross paths on Twitter and Facebook, yes. and and we met, I don't know, four years ago, three years ago at a uh, SF Music Tech. Yeah, that was a great conference. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm not sure if they're going to, the last one they did here, I don't know, three, four months ago, might be the last one. Really? Yeah, they're, 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 they were kind of dropping hints that it's, family commitment and everything else that they right. might they might be doing they might not be doing anymore but then again they're like well if we held it in hawaii would you come to hawaii and i'm like yeah <laughs> no i'd love to but yeah, yeah i'm not gonna not unless someone wants to sponsor me and fly me to hawaii right. am, I, am i gonna go right exactly um, yeah so unfortunately that might not be happening anymore but that was a great conference but uh, yeah i wanted to um you know, kind of put you on the list of people I wanted to join Music Biz Weekly as as the podcast has made its evolution this year. And I kind of like the concept of having special guest co-hosts that I can just kind of chat with on stuff. And, and you were on my list of, all right, let's find a great topic. And um, I think today's topic is perfect. I mean, we both on our own we're experimenting with the new live video streaming apps that are out there. And I just thought, you know what, Madeline, let's get on and talk about it. You know, that and, and, great. And, and we're talking about um, Periscope and Meerkat. Periscope, and they're both live video streaming apps to your Twitter stream. Um, Periscope is owned by Twitter and was, what, maybe two weeks ago? was released publicly it's, it's yeah like just barely two weeks ago two weeks ago it'd been in beta meerkat has been out probably for about a month right a um month. south by southwest is when it kind of made its big splash um you know what what are what are your thoughts on this um live video streaming well here's what's interesting michael and you know this, live streaming has been around for a while. Exactly. You know, Ustream, Livestream, and Justin TV, those were the big three that came out like, what, five years ago, six More years ago? Easily. And I jumped on Ustream, like, like with, with my Go Girls music community and putting on live events all over the country, I saw that and I'm like, okay, what a great way to do a live broadcast. And I preferred Ustream. And what was amazing is when they developed an iPhone app, it was exactly what we're doing right now with Meerkat and Periscope. I could, on my phone, do a live on-demand broadcast, but it wasn't mainstream. Like People just didn't really get it at the time. It, it yeah. was ahead of its time, really, is what it was. So it's been around for a while, but what's interesting is that Meerkat was so smart in jumping on Twitter with their application so that when you signed up for it, um, all of a sudden it lets you know when any of your Twitter followers jumped on it. And right. you have a lot of Twitter followers just like I do. And my phone like blew up constantly with right. like... It was like, all right, I'm, I got to turn the notifications off. <laughs> I know, I had to also. It was cool watching that for a while. Like all, you know, like w one time I was in the middle of my Go Girls Twitter chat and during the chat I looked at my phone and it, it popped up and said, Ben and Jerry's just joined Meerkat. I'm like, oh, 
okay, that's cool. Like, like we're starting to see the big brands jump on board. And I thought that was really interesting. But I think what was smart is that now is the right time. You know, five years ago, it just wasn't the right time. Those of us that jumped on Ustream and Livestream, you know, we were doing cool things with it, but it just wasn't the time for using your phone for on-demand live video. Now seems to be the time, and Meerkat was the first one to get released, and, and like, like you, I, I was like, okay, this is cool. Let's play with it. Let's see. What I do with new apps, I try to look to see what can I do to make it work for me and for my clients and for my friends in the music business. Right. Like, like, what could we do with this? And I, my first immediate response was I could live broadcast my Twitter chat. I could let people watch me sit here and run the Twitter chat, right. kind of like a behind the scenes. I thought that would be a great way of using it. And for musicians to give people a chance to be backstage at a show. Um, I've watched some bands do that where they just have somebody hold the phone and walk around and give them the backstage experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I, I kind of felt like what we had for live streaming before this wasn't stupid simple yet. Right. Um, me, meaning, it, you know, basically what you get with Meerkat and Periscope is almost just a one click. Click a button and it streams. Right. Yeah, there, there's little things you can set, but it, it can be that simple. Um, you know, I'd been looking at Ustream and Livestream, and and a lot of it was, wow, you can do a lot with it. But it also, it, it also felt like the applications were sort of at that Photoshop level. And, and what I mean by that is there's a ton of stuff baked into this app. And right. you only need to use about 5% of what's baked right, into the exactly. app. Right, exactly. And everything else just complicates it, buries it in menus and buttons and settings and everything else. And I think what happened here with, with Meerkat and Periscope is you know, they cut all of that clutter out and just gave you one button, stream it. And and I, and I bet you'll see the evolution of these apps bringing features back in. Right. But I think that's what you need to do for the average user and not just the average consumer on the street, but even just average musicians who, who don't have the time like you and I do to sit down and go, well, what does this do and how does this happen and well, right. how do I make this work? And you know, to take this app mainstream, it's got to be really simple. And I think they've got it. I think they've got simple apps here. Now, now I'm sitting back going, all right, we're just going to have to live with a period of time where there's just going to be a ton of crap streamed. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, and there is. <laughs> there is a ton of crap being streamed. Yes. And and don't let that make you think that the app is useless because what'll end up happening here is the crap is just gonna fall by the wayside. Those people who were didn't know what to stream other than let me just hit this broadcast button and look at my refrigerator. <laughs> you know, look right, inside there's my a lot refrigerator. Of that. Yeah, what's with this refrigerator cam <laughs> thing that's going on? <laughs> you know, a month from now that's gonna be over because they're bored doing that. And right. and it and it's gonna take people who look at this like you and I are going, there's some real potential here. What is the potential? Maybe we don't really know. There's the obvious things. Sure, broadcast a concert, but to find a real use and a real creative use that you know, think back to when desktop publishing first happened. Everybody all of a sudden could make a newsletter 
and print a newsletter. And that doesn't mean you should be qualified to do it. Right. But everybody could start doing it and the crap disappeared and you ended up with people who understood just how to do desktop publishing. I think what you're going to see here is a change in that that mindset about video streaming where it used to be kind of scary. It's like, ooh, how do I stream live? Well, now, now you can. Now you've just got to think about how to use it and when right. it's appropriate to use it and and how to get the most out of it. Um, you know, why don't we do this while we're talking? Um, do you want to do a, a, a stream from your end and I'll do one from mine? I think that's a great idea. Why, 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 don't, I stream? Don't, you, why don't you stream Meerkat? Okay. And I'll stream um, on Periscope and we can kind of just talk about our experience using this because, listen, I'll be the first to admit, I'm not an expert at using this. But I definitely have thoughts of using it and stuff like that. So let's just hit the the start broadcast and let's okay. let's see what happens here. Yep, I'm going to start my stream. There we go. I am now live on Twitter. And I am live, so I'm on I'm on Meerkat. You're doing Periscope, I'm on right? Periscope. And I got Meerkat, and I have it set up right next to my computer. Yeah, you're on Periscope, right? So, you know, here's a a couple things that I'm going to throw out there that are a couple tips that, first of all, I think everybody who's who's watching this show, get these apps, play with them. Absolutely. You really should. There's no learning curve. Just do it. You're probably going to have no audience, so don't worry that you're embarrassing yourself in front of hundreds of people. But just right. launch the app and and start playing with it. But a couple things that 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 I've learned right away is one, boy, do they suck the battery. Yes, yes, I have my my phone plugged in right now because they, it does suck the battery. Yes. So if you're going to be out and about and you're going to do a Meerkat or Periscope, definitely have your battery charged up and ready because it, it charged will... up and ready. Yeah. Have an external battery pack. Yes. Um, as I'm doing this here at my my desk, I've actually just got it plugged straight into to an outlet right now, so that's not an issue. But um, you know, don't think that your iPhone is going to be able to go for two hours and do a live concert stream. Um, you know, it, 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 it might be able to, but when it's all said and done, your phone is going to be dead. So, right. So keep that in mind um, when you first get started. The, the, the second thing is both of these apps actually support both cameras on your phone. Right. The, the front-facing camera like you might use for selfies and, and the, the back camera. But by default, when you start a broadcast, they all use the back camera. And I know for like what I'm doing right now, I'm using the front-facing camera. It just yeah, me it too. Made, it makes sense. Um, you have to switch that camera once you've started the broadcast. So 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 I remember the first time I did this, I was probably like five minutes in, and I'm like. Oh, wait a second. They're looking at a wall. <laughs> oh, no. And see, this is why it's so important that, that you know, I encourage everybody to go try it and play with it because until you play with it and get a feel for it, you're not going to really know what you can do with it. Yeah. And and you got to learn that the camera, which way it faces, what it does, um, it's really, really important to do that. I agree. It, it, it is. The, and again, these are just little things that once you learn it, it's like, okay, now I know I need to switch the camera right away. The other thing that I didn't realize is 
the first time I used Meerkat, I just hit the broadcast button and it went live, which was great. But then I'm thinking, well, I want to tell people what I'm doing. And it didn't quite jump to me that, oh, you can actually label the broadcast before you go live. So in Meerkat, right. in both Periscope, um, make sure you you type your message. What what are you broadcasting? Because when you when you go live, it's going to send that message out to your Twitter followers. Right, and use hashtags and and tag like Michael. I I made sure in the one that I I've got running right now over here on Meerkat that I tagged you, tagged your Twitter, yep. so that when I start the broadcast. Cast is going to do a tweet, and so if people go to my Twitter, they would see that tweet, and I put talking about, and I hashtag Meerkat uh, with, and I put at Michael SB on his, and I put Pound Music Biz podcast. Yeah. Um, you know, and I th- thought that would think, tell think, it all. Think about all of that stuff in advance, because what you're going to learn is once you're live, um, first of all, you can't go back and change all that stuff. Once you're live, it's out there. Right. And, and, what I've learned over the years of doing these video shows is it's very difficult to be the guest and the producer at the same time. Right. So that means if you're broadcasting something you're doing live, you probably aren't going to be able to take the time to also sit on your computer and do a Twitter chat and a Twitter stream while this is all going on. There's just not enough bandwidth for you to do that. So, Set all this stuff up beforehand. Think about that message. Think about how you want it tagged. Send it out because once you're streaming live, remember you're 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 showing people something that's happening. And and to be streaming while you're inter interacting. Now, granted, there is the ability to interact. People can give you likes and and in Meerkat they can leave comments and stuff like that. But it's difficult to do all of this at once. That's what I found. So I, I, I'm I'm tending to look at at these streaming apps as something where it's set it and forget it type of thing. You know, I'm 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 trying to figure out the use of how do I use this to stream something I've already done in the past, what I'm already doing, something I've already created before, whether it's streaming the recording of a show. Or a band might stream your rehearsals. You're already doing rehearsals, so just put the camera in there and stream it. Right. I think that is the low-hanging fruit to test this stuff out, you know, as opposed to trying to create a brand new event around just a stream. Don't worry about the stream. Do whatever you've always been doing. Hit the record or hit the stream button. And let it stream. Get comfortable doing that before you start inventing new things to do with it. That's just my my feeling in the the infancy stages here because I think a lot of people are going to find some really unique uses for this that are very specific to Meerkat or Periscope. It's just these apps are like a month old. Well, one of the big things that you're seeing a lot of people do right now are the AMAs, Ask Me Anything. Yeah. And that's a really popular way to do it. And I'm looking over at my live stream right now, and I've got several musicians on here right now. And one of them is Scott Colesby. And what he's been doing is he'll just be, you know, going like he was at a crawfish event recently. Right. He's in Louisiana. So he's at like a crawfish boil type of event. He took Meerkat along to stream to show, like, 
I'm at this thing. Uh, you're, you're part of it with me. But also the beauty of it is you could communicate with him. You could chat with him. It was very interactive, which was really cool. So he's been trying new ways with this and getting comfortable with it. And I, I totally dig that. I think that's what musicians need to do is they just need to play with it and do like what you're saying, you know, just set it up at, at a rehearsal, set up at something you're doing. But also I'm all about the interactive part of it. So um, it is fun to kind of sit in front of it here and talk to people and see, you know, ask them questions. You'll get instant response, which is really cool. Right. And, 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 I, and I guess my, my point is if you're streaming your rehearsal, it's hard to be rehearsing and then also taking part in the interactive portion right. of this. And that, that's where you've got to keep that in mind, that at some the, – the first test, don't worry about it. Just let, these, let, let your fans watch what's happening. Watch what you've been doing beforehand. What might be the next step is you're still going to continue the rehearsal, but maybe you got a friend who comes in and sits and watches the stream. I mean, this is sort of what I do when I've got clients who do um, stage it's, you know, mm -hmm. because the bands right. are performing and you can have live chats going on just like you could here on, on, on these streams. But it's hard to be performing and following what's going on on the screen. So you get a friend who sits off screen, follows the, uh, the, the live chats and sort of feeds you the questions. Right. So between songs, they're like, okay, can you answer this? Can you talk to this person? Um, that might be a way to do this. It's just, you know, if, if you try and take part in a live chat while you're rehearsing, one, or the, one of the two items is probably going to suffer, meaning you're going to ignore people in the chat when you promised you were going to talk to them, right. or you're going to not play the songs as well as you should be, or you won't have enough time to play the songs because you're spending too much time in the chat. Well, it's having an agenda. So it could be something like, you know, come be part of our rehearsal, but after maybe several songs, we'll stop for a minute, we'll come over to the phone or the iPad or however you're, you're putting this out and talk to the audience, talk to the yep. fans, have the interaction. I mean, what I find with this, you know, is that, You've got to have that interaction. I mean, that's what people want. That's what they crave. Right now, people are watching me do this podcast with you, and I'm sure some people are getting bored because I'm not interacting, so they're just taking a peek and seeing, here's Madeline behind the scenes doing this, and then they're moving on to another meerkat to watch or go about their day with something. But if I like, okay, everybody, I'm going to stop for a minute and, and you know ask questions and, and be a little bit more interactive, that's what makes this really, really cool is that whole interactive part to this well and and remember you can pre-schedule a stream as well right so what we just did here was a spur of the moment we didn't tell right. anybody so mm -hmm. um you know the the response to a spur of the moment is just cap capturing whoever might be online at that moment but if you sat down and said listen every tuesday at 7 p.m we are going to live stream our band rehearsals right um, you promote it like you would promote any other event online, you're going to have a greater response to that. You're going to have a greater turnout to that. And, and you, can, you, can, you can better promote it in advance. You can better schedule what's going to happen. Um, and, and people can make sure they're available to watch it. So right. keep, keep that in mind. This isn't just live streaming at this moment. It's schedule. And... There is going to be, especially if you're testing this now, a lot of looky-loos. 
I mean, a lot, <laughs> you know, yeah. just a lot of people who are not even necessarily following you, but are on Periscope or Meerkat are just like, oh, let me click that and watch that. Oh, and I'm gone. And let me watch that. And I'm gone. You know, there's, this is such a hot application right now. These two apps are so hot right now. There's so much talk about them that a lot of people are just, I, f I think, feel like they need to be using the app because it's the cool app of the week to be using. Right. And well, this is going to go beyond the week. I mean, they, oh, they've yeah. already proven that this, you know, and, and what's interesting with this, Michael, is that, you know, the, the smart musicians and the smart entrepreneurs are the ones that look at the trends and look to see, like, what's going on here and how can they use this and make it apply to their business or to musicians, how can they make this work for them and their, you know, to attract more fans, to get more people out to shows, to whatever it is they're trying to do and start using it regularly and be consistent. You know, when Google Plus first came out and we all were looking, I know you were like me looking at Hangouts, like Hangouts, this is really cool, right? And Daria Musk was the first indie musician that jumped on Google Plus Hangout and she went from this, solo singer-songwriter out lugging her gear, playing at shows and, and doing what most musicians are doing and trying to build a fan base. She jumped on Google Plus Hangout and became a star because she was the first one to go do this and put on shows and just try it to see what would yep. happen and was very interactive with everybody. And it was amazing to watch her growth. And here's what's interesting. I saw her get on Meerkat and now she's on Periscope and she is consistently on Periscope, broadcasting all the time. And what's important is that you've got to be very descriptive when you type in what your broadcast is, like what we were talking about before. You know, I've got people jumping on mine because I was very descriptive with what I said. So many people just jump on this and they say, like, odd things like I'm taking a walk or here's my fridge or, right. you know, random things. Right, and right, it's, right, right. It's like, and like you said before, I mean, that's it's just a matter of time before that just goes away. Yeah, that that type of stuff is just going to disappear. You just got to you've got to think about what you're doing here. And and yeah, the first couple streams don't don't maybe stream for any purpose other than experimenting with the app. Uh, to play around with it, to see what happens when you start it, to see what happens when you end it. You know, those are things I would encourage you to do all of that before you do a a real event. Because right. I, I don't think you want your real your first stream to be a real event where you want everyone to come in because it's just inevitable that you're going to have a little hiccup on these things the first time you do it. It's going to take you know it's going to take you a, a handful of streams before you get comfortable with how the apps work. And and believe me, Meerkat and Periscope are a little different in in each app. Um, I don't know what your personal feelings are. I kind of like the UI of Meerkat better than Periscope. Yeah, and a lot of my colleagues are saying the same thing, um, and, and not just in music business, like my colleagues just in the, just social media, general social media side. We've all been agreeing that we, we like the interface of Meerkat. Um, Periscope is okay. I, I like it, but I don't like the hearts. I don't like yeah. the, this whole hearts thing. To me, that's like this whole cutesy factor. So for, for those that are listening and are like, what are you talking about with hearts? Well, when you're on Periscope, you can tap anywhere on the screen 
and you see those hearts pop yeah, up. Yeah, stream of hearts going up the side. And it's, it's like your way of saying, I like what I see, you know. But some people have argued and said, well, what? because it can be like, okay, you like what you're hearing. Actually, I've been following Chris Sacco on there, and he's one of the founders of Twitter. And when when this was like brand new, he was on there and I was watching him talk and he, he was talking about the hearts and saying, you know, if I'm saying something that you agree with or you like what I'm saying, that's where those hearts really come into play and can be helpful to know that you're navigating through your, you know, whatever it is you're talking about that you're onto something. Like you're talking about something people want to hear. And then when those hearts stop, it can it can kind of be this, okay, people don't want to hear about this or maybe I should be changing this direction. Um, but also I think people don't know what they're doing and they're, they're tapping on the screen to see if they can stop their, you know, <laughs> yeah, like know. they're trying to yep. like hit the pause, there's a pause button, but is you know, people are still like trying to figure it out. And then sometimes you get on there and there's like, somebody is just tapping constantly. And it's just, the hearts are going crazy. And I, I just don't care for that. I think that's not a feature necessary. Yeah, for, yeah, for, uh, for I, the live streaming. I, I agree. That was one of the first things I was looking at. That going, oh man, can I turn these hearts off? It's just it, it, it's <laughs> yeah, very my it was very MySpacey to me. It was just like yes. yeah, I don't want all that that bling. You are so right. It is very MySpacey, and I don't like this whole coloring thing. So like you've seen like the like you basically when you're on there and you're on somebody's uh, uh, chat you're assigned randomly like some kind of color. So when you do in the taps with the hearts, it's your color. And then afterwards you see all the people that were watching and, and it's, it's like color coded. It's, yep. it's yep. a little odd. Yeah. You yeah. know, both, both apps are making updates at least weekly. Yes. So, you know, I, I, at this point I would encourage you, if you're serious about these, get both apps and, and use both apps and, switch back and forth and follow what they're doing and, and what what features they got because I have a feeling there's going to be some pretty fast evolution. Yes. It's 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 pretty competitive between these two right now. Um, you know, there's something to be said that Periscope has got Twitter's muscle behind it, but that doesn't ensure success. I mean, we can all look back and go, what happened to Twitter music? I mean that was, <laughs> right. you know. I knew Twitter music was not going to work. That, 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 I, that was that was a that bomb. Was a no that, that was, was a, a yeah. That was a no that brainer. Came out, I'm like, that's so not going to work. It's like, and yeah, definitely was right on that. Now Scott Colesby is saying something really interesting on my Meerkat. He says, "I'm surprised I haven't seen a podcast use it as a live Q and A." Um, you know, I, I, you're right. I haven't seen that, but I know for. You know, it's got to be a single person podcast because I've done this. I've broadcast like Music Biz Weekly two or three times on Periscope, but because I've always got guests, right. you only get one side of the conversation and that can leave a gaping hole. So while like while you even right now, while you're talking I could be dead silent for 30 seconds, a minute, whatever. That's going to drive people away. Right. So um, it is a matter of figuring out the right way to use this. If, sure. If, if, if the podcast, if your podcast is all about um, having guests, it's just, it, it's not going to work 
for true streaming interaction. I, I totally agree with you. I think what it would be good for is like right now while we're having this conversation, you've got it live over there on Periscope. I got mine live on Meerkat. Those that are watching live, if they have questions yeah. they can throw out that, you know, like I looked over here, I saw what, what, what Scott was saying and I thought that was a, a really good question he's asking about this um, and something that could be part of the discussion, which we just did. And we, we yep. actually just made my Meerkat a little bit more interactive. So I can see that and like when I've done it during my live Twitter chat it's a little I had to stop it's too hard it's too hard to sit here and focus right on the computer and do a, a live chat and be the host and have my meerkat right here and try to interact and it was it was just overload but it was fun and I would sit here and explain what I was doing and show my process of how I was running a Twitter chat. So yep. it was cool. You have to just find different ways of using it and find what works and what doesn't. Yeah, yeah. You know, I've sort of looked at it as when I've used it as it's a tool to see how the podcast is recorded and put together. Right. As opposed to being part of it live. Um, but as you just said, you, you could definitely do it. You just have to plan that out and figure out how that is going to work in your show. Sure. Um, I think there's going to be a lot of interesting uses for both of these apps. I just, I, you know, I think people are just literally scratching the surface right now of, of what are some of the cool things that can be done with them. One, I, I will, I will say one of the things that, that I'm waiting for the next shakeup is both of these apps are Twitter only. What happens to all of your fans who are on Facebook? You've got significant followers on a page or friends. Um, not to say there aren't already apps that will do streaming. There's an app called Hangwith that will... I, I, I've used it once, but it claims to stream to both Twitter and Facebook. So is that going to be the next iteration of this where, you know... Periscope and or Meerkat add Facebook functionality into it because it you know they're 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 leaving out a, a huge significant chunk of a social right. media world and I tend to think that if they don't cover it somebody else big is going to come along and go great we've just covered everybody and who wants to have two separate apps one to do Facebook one to right. do Twitter exactly. we give you one app and we do it all yeah, I mean, if one app came out that did it all, then, then you know, they're going to win. And, yeah. and and I know, um, I can't remember the name of it. Ustream had a smartphone app a year or two ago that was Facebook-only streaming. Mm -hmm, I remember, yep. Oh, God, it began but with it a didn't B. really take off. Didn't, People didn't it, really use it. It didn't take off. And again, maybe it was just ahead of its time, but I used it a couple times, and it was as drop-dead simple as these apps were. Right. It was one click, boom, it streams to your Facebook page. But it was ahead of its time. It really was because what's making Meerkat and Periscope so popular right now is like what we talked about before. It's on top of Twitter. It's one one click and you're in. It's, it's, it's a no-brainer. And, right. and like you've also mentioned, like it has to be no-brainer for, you know, you and I, like, it doesn't have to be a no-brainer. It can be, we'll you know, it can be a learning curve. Right. Exactly. You and I are the types where, and the Gary Vaynerchuks, I mean, you know, we're the type of people that will be up all night learning the new app and figuring out how to make it work and how to, how to you know, use it. Whereas for the general public, it needs to be one tap, I'm in, okay, I'll use it. 
Exactly. You know, super simple and easy. And that's what I, you know, Ustream just, it, I thought it was easy. And I remember when you could connect it to your Facebook and I could do a live Ustream broadcast and it would automatically be on my Facebook. Nobody cared. Right. I used to do that. Nobody cared. Yeah. 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 The, 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 the app I was thinking of was called BFF, I think is what Ustream released this app. It was BFF and it was just a one-click live stream to yeah. Facebook pages. And um, I was actually had, had met with Ustream because they're local to San Francisco here and, and told them how much I thought that was an awesome app. Um, it just, I think you're right. It was ahead of its time. I think the time is here. But what that means is you're going to see a lot of people jumping into this space. You know, I'm sure right. there's going to be uh, another Twitter live streaming app. Somebody's going to add Facebook functionality. Somebody, you Absolutely. Know, they're, they're, so just be prepared for this space to still be kind of disruptive for a while. Right. You know, uh, you might end up loving Meerkat. It may not be the survivor. Periscope may not be the survivor. I think what what is given is this concept of live streaming is going to survive. It's just you're absolutely right. It is. It's the concept, and it's having the a simple app, good features. You know, right now Meerkat and Periscope are are putting together features. When Meerkat came out and they were first and I was using it like crazy, wasn't a lot of features and a lot of people were complaining and saying the comments would cut off so you couldn't read all the comments. And, of course, I, I figured a workaround immediately. Well, when you're doing a live Meerkat, have your computer or an iPad right next to you with your Twitter right. with that tweet and just read the comments. Uh, Tim Ferriss <laughs> was doing his first live meerkat. This was weeks ago, and I was on there, and he couldn't read some of the questions. They were cutting off, and he was like, what do I do? And I'm sitting here typing on my phone and saying, get a computer next to you. I was trying to tell him what to do, and it cut off, and he read mine, but it cut off. <laughs> and, I, and he saw that I was trying to tell him what to do, and I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> Meerkat needs to fix this immediately. Well, they were in the process, but they had just released this app. And so that they were listening to everybody. But then here comes Periscope right after that. And Periscope, one of the, the great things about it is that you can read all the comments very yep. clearly. Yep. You know, and but they don't stay on the screen. You know, they both have their things. Meerkat, right now, I can still read the comments that were left a while ago. Right. On Periscope, they come up. And then they quickly fade, fade, off, fade off, and they're gone. Yeah, yeah. In, in Meerkat, it's nothing leaves until something new arrives. It just keeps pushing, pushing them off. So, right. you know, um, don't get so. I, I guess what I'm saying here is, don't get so set in your ways that, you know, Meerkat is it, and it, and it works perfect for me. Because, sorry to tell you this, odds are what you love today is probably going to change, you know, next Monday. In both apps. Um, and and a better app might come along, so don't um, don't be surprised if you need to jump to a different app in four weeks or try something else out. Uh, you know, I think a lot of people get set in their ways. It's like I learned this app, I figured it out, and I don't want it to ever change. Well, I'm sorry, you're in a very hot and evolving space right now, and this is changing a lot. It's a lot of fun. But um, just go with it, is, is I guess what I'm trying to say, is just go with what's going on in both of these apps. Um, watch for other apps. 
look to see what you can do on Facebook. Check there's like I said, there's an app called Hang With that does Facebook. Um, there's another app called it's Stream. What is it called? Can I? Here's a question. Let's see. Can I double click out of my Periscope live stream right now and go to my apps on my iPhone or will it stop the stream? We'll find It'll out. stop the stream. Will it? So there's a there's a new app called there's another app called Stream, S T R E A M. Um, check that one out. Live Stream has an app as well. Check check all of these out. I mean, yep. if this is um, something you want to, yep, it definitely. So I was just going to say. So here's the experience. I went back into Periscope now and it had ended the broadcast right little things like little things like that you don't know until you do it and it doesn't give you it doesn't give you it doesn't give you a warning saying are you sure you want to leave you know you just ended the broadcast so um you need to understand this is part of these apps being simple yes yeah it is they don't they don't want to add all this to it but you need to know how the apps operate just so next time you realize Sorry, I can't leave the app because the app stops. I can't come back into the app right. and assume it's going to pick up. You can start a brand new stream if you want, by all means. Sure. Um, but everybody who was in there watching that one stream, it's gone. It's They're over. Gone. They're gone. <laughs> yeah. Stream over. Stream over. So this is a this is a fun space. I'm I you know I haven't been really this excited. And seen a lot of buzz around some apps in a while. I don't know about you. Yeah, but me this, too. This is this is really, you know, it's been a while since I've I've felt this sort of energy around something new happening. I totally agree with you, Michael. I mean, this is exciting and it's fun. I mean, these are cool apps. I think everybody should try both and see what they like. Yeah, you know, there there's clearly use. For musicians here yes um the, you know you can all do the obvious of stream a show please keep in mind the battery limitations also keep in mind you want to do your stream over wi-fi it will suck up your bandwidth if you don't use wi-fi um <laughs> i i uh, i'm following a couple people who have been like live streaming from the road and they can do this as they're driving, but they've been like, oh, my God, you know, I just got a message from AT&T that I used up my entire month's bandwidth right. <laughs> in, this, in this one right. stream. Yeah. And, and you know, you, you might screw yourself because now yeah. all of a sudden you've got to pay a lot more money because now you actually need to use your phone for the other uses that you have. And, and you don't want to do that because you're so right. You're going to end up using, you know, your, your data limit. You're going to hit your data limit. And once you hit the limit, if you keep going, it's going to be crazy expensive. So you don't want to do that. Um, I was at a drum circle this past Saturday and I wanted to do a little live broadcast, just an on the fly live broadcast to just, and I wanted to use Periscope because I hadn't really played with Periscope much yet. And the first thing I did is I checked to see if this facility had Wi-Fi because I, you're going to get the best results with Wi-Fi on this. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Please, you know, if you're going to stream over, over your cell, cell phone signal, you know, just do a minute or two. But if you really yeah. want to stream your full rehearsal or show, that's got to be over Wi-Fi. And, and yeah. you, you know, find what the Wi-Fi signal is. Um, 
you know, be upfront if you're going into a bar and uh, let them know this is what you're intending to do because you also don't want someone to get pissed that you're sucking because this will suck up. Even if it's going over Wi-Fi, it will impact other people's use of that Wi-Fi network. Right. So if, if other people are using Wi-Fi but you're doing a live video stream, everybody's quality is going to go down. So be courteous and let them know up front, hey, I'd like to do a half-hour Wi-Fi stream. Um, if nothing else, maybe they will stop using the Wi-Fi and let you have full use of it because it, it does make a big impact uh, right. on, on your quality. You know, it's one of these things where even if if you as a band are in your rehearsal room and you're going to stream this over Wi-Fi, uh, don't have a bunch of other people sitting off to the side playing video games over Wi-Fi, watching movies over Wi-Fi, going over right. the same Wi-Fi network. It, it 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 will impact your quality. You know, what you you've you've learned this, but one of the big lessons I've learned over doing Skype video is the single greatest factor on quality is bandwidth. It's not your device, it's not your microphone, it's not your camera, it's the bandwidth you are using because video is a bandwidth hog. So the more bandwidth you have the better the quality of your broadcast will be. Good point. Um, anything else you want to add? Well, I, I just think just what we've been saying, that everybody should jump on Meerkat and, and Periscope and try them both and find ways to make this work for them. I think musicians can can do a lot with this. Yeah, yeah. You know, and, and if you're going to use this, um, send us some tweets. You know, our our our, our, no. our our tweets are are both here. I mean, um, I'm Michael S B and 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 where do they find you on the internet? At Madeline Sklar. And Easy to find me. Website, Facebook. MadelineSklar.com. Everything if you, everything if you have my yep. everything's in my name. Yes, the beauty of being the only person in the world with this name. So yep. it's is it's kind of nice. So, so tweet us and let us know if you're going to be doing um, uh, a scheduled stream or something. I mean, yeah, I, 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 I want to definitely see how other people are using this. If you've got some feedback, um, you know, leave us some some comments on Twitter. Head over to the YouTube video and leave a question on YouTube. Um, just let us know. Uh, you know, it's always interesting to see other people's thoughts on these apps. I mean, do you have, do you like Periscope way over Meerkat? Why? Let us know. Um, is there another app that neither of us know about that's doing this? I mean, I, I'm trying to stay on top of all these streaming apps, but, you know, maybe there's something I'm missing here. I think we'll see more pop up for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, before I wrap up, I just want to encourage everyone, please, Head over to iTunes, Music Biz Weekly on iTunes. Leave a review. Leave a rating. Um, I love reading comments. Ratings always help. Makes makes iTunes love you more when they see more people are rating and reviewing your shows. And, um, you know, Madeline, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me, Michael. It's a pleasure. Yeah, it's always great to catch up. So, everybody, until next week, thank you. Bye.